When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hola, ¿cómo está? Oh, muy bien, ¿y tú? Ah, uh, no, no, it's there. Claro, y Lucio, muy bien, ¿y tú? Ah, bien. Okay, man. Um, doesn't take much. I said, yeah, this is always dangerous when you start. If you know two words in Spanish and you say them, all of a sudden, the other person thinks you're fluent. And I'm not fluent. I just know it. Hold on, one second. What, what, are, we, what are we doing? I'm, I'm going to intro. Hey, everyone, welcome to the live episode 148 All Dolphins podcast recap of the Dolphins uh, 45-15 victory against the Washington Commanders where the Dolphins, wait for this one Omar, were in command the entire way. (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) We'll be here all week. Um, It's a fresh name so I totally didn't see that one coming. You can find all our coverage at alldolphins.com for free, no subscription. Uh, Poupard's already got 16 stories up from today. Um, obviously, there are things that we got to address, like the big Jerome Baker injury, um, uh, offensive lineman not being able to finish out the game. Now, this is a great game for guys who needed to rest to get the rest um, and also gives guys like Keon Smith opportunity to get playing experience. And it wasn't bad. Was it? Was it? Hey, they finished the game in a four-minute offense. But to me, the biggest issue that – surfaces from that game if we're gonna shed a tear and 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 cry over jerome over jalen phillips's season ending injury um we got to be concerned about what happened to jerome baker because it certainly didn't look like he's gonna bounce back from that real quickly no uh but i think we should focus more on what went well and by the way scorigami first 45 to 15 final score in nfl history uh we should focus yes believe me trust me i looked it up uh, on what went well and what went well was Tua, Tyreek, Andrew Van Ginkle, all really Tyreek, Andrew Van Ginkle, all okay. really kicking some major booty. Uh, do we do a, a number of player recognition? I'll do one very, very quickly. Number forty-eight. Shout out if for no other reason than one of the genuinely nicest guys who came around the Dolphin locker room in the past fifteen years. Tight end Marquise Gray from the University of Minnesota, played in 2016, I want to say. And uh-huh. Really, really nice dude. Cool dude. I don't uh, – okay, if you say so. Um, Very cool dude. Thought he was a pretty decent player. He suffered like a season-ending injury and never came back. He did, like an ankle. He was rolling around in the locker room in the cart. Yeah, um, and former college quarterback, which was always – he was making that quarterback – that 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 college quarterback to I mean to NFL tight end con- conversion, but again, really nice dude. So, but let's focus on 
today. This was another game. It's not going to answer the question about can the Dolphins beat a, beat uh, an elite team. It's certainly going to answer the question of uh, are they good? It, it, like there was ever any doubt? Are they good at at taking care of business against inferior opposition? And damn, they are. Why do you? You're going to start off with the the head the head swinging backwards, rolling the eyes. Am I, I saying, again? Am I saying anything that's not accurate? The Dolphins are awesome when it comes to taking care of inferior opponents. Whenever you beat a team by 30 points, it doesn't matter who the hell they are. I don't like calling NFL teams inferior opponents because I feel like the commanders, even though they're they're bleeding out right now and Ron Rivera might not survive Monday, I don't feel like... Look up. Look up? What do you mean look up? That's the commanders. Sorry. Uh. It, listen, I don't feel like calling somebody. Yeah, the are the Dolphins a superior team? Like I, I don't like. They've just beat a team by thirty points. They've beaten a team by fifty points this year. Yes, we know they can score points when they don't get in their own way, when they don't turn the ball over. Um, but I don't like calling teams inferior team. Oh yeah, we we know they can take care of business against an inferior team. You you know what? Play Kansas City. Play Buffalo play the Chiefs at home and holla at me and let's see whether they're inferior or 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 mediocre or whatever. I don't, I don't like that. Everybody's like, oh, the Dolphins, all they do is beat up on but I said, But I said, here's the thing. You're automatically suggesting I'm going to point B, which is, but let's see them do that against Elite. I didn't say, I didn't say that I stopped at the Dolphins are awesome, and they are to be commended for not playing down to the level of competition. And when they face it, that's not what you said. That's exactly what I said. I said when they face an inferior opponent, they are, they are they have taken. Care of did they, did he say? Jesus. Did, did I ever say a but? I I said level, play to the level of competition. They don't play down to the level of competition, and and I said some people will say, well, yeah, they still haven't beaten an elite team. Again, they can't do anything about that until they do, and I'm praising them. For taking care of business against a bad team, and you're you're fighting me on this. Why are you I, fighting? I don't me like when you call them a bad team. Just oh, sorry, they they suck. How's that better? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, you, do the commanders suck? Or yes. Are they... And by the way, they're coming off a 45-10 loss against against Dallas. Dallas is hot right now. Like. Okay, Dallas is smoking fools. Okay, but if you're a team that can win on any given Sunday or you're not an inferior team, do you lose by 35 and 30 points in back-to-back games? Come on, man. Seriously? Dude, we're going we're gonna to argue about much more substantial and significant stuff than this. I mean, let's not, let's not get going on this or, like already. You can't. You I, I, but you know how I feel about this whole, oh, they didn't play anybody. Oh, this is – these teams are inferior. Okay, they, I mean – they're not great, but they just put up 30 on them. But I'm not I'm not taking anything away from what the Dolphins did, which is what you seem to think I'm suggesting. I'm not. I'm saluting them for kicking some major league ass and taking care of the business the way a really good team is supposed to. And the yes. Dolphins right now are a very, very, very good team. And in a couple of weeks, we may be stamping them. They're a Super Bowl-type team. Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. Would you say that every team in the NFL loses a game that they shouldn't? Almost invariably. 
And props for the Dolphins for not having done that so far this season. That That's as far as I would go with this whole, oh, it's inferred. Like, okay, they take Isn't that what I just said? Isn't, I, is, it, you're, aren't you summing up what I just said? And not only that, the Dolphins not only have not lost to a team that they should lose to, they have spanked every one of them. The only one that was close was the Raiders. And I'm like, you're fighting me like I'm like I'm dogging the Dolphins. Dude, there are enough viewers out there who think I'm negative enough. Don't jump on me when I'm being nothing but positive. Okay. I'm defeated they, right they now. They spanked? You, yeah. you just disappear now? <laughs> I'm, I'm deflated. <laughs> they, they, they spanked a Washington Commanders team. I, I, I just, just like they spanked a Denver Broncos team battling for playoff position, just like they spanked a uh, 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 New England, a uh, 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 Las Vegas Raiders team that was on a winning streak. They didn't spank the Raiders, but, you know, they take yeah, care they of business. They have two games. Yeah. I mean, that was two game losing streak. They take care of business. They're, they're, they're right. the Dolphins. The Dolphins, you know what the beauty of the Dolphins is? They take care of business. That That's who they are. I apologize. Let me turn on my television so I can see record uh, fourth quarter stuff. First and goal, Denver, Houston, Houston up by five. The Broncos just converted a fourth down. And by the way, Omar, you just you just literally repeated ex- exactly every, everything I just said and, in fact, didn't offer as much praise to the Dolphins as I did. So uh-huh. to you on that one. <laughs> did you just – I did just raspberry you, absolutely. Is that what it's called, a raspberry? Yes, it's a raspberry. I, I call it a zerbert to my daughter. A what? A Zerbert. A Zerbert. Okay. It's a raspberry. So absolutely very impressive performance. Dominant. Um, you want to talk about, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the expression imposing your will, quote unquote, a team exposing its will to another team, but the Dolphins running the ball every single solitary play on that last drive, except for one shovel pass, which really is a run and still scoring a touchdown. Man, that's some hardcore stuff right there. No. Or first down on the drive, and they scored a touchdown anyway. Oh, yeah. Even you call them a finesse team. Oh, they are a finesse team, Omar. I mean, if you were talking at the end of the 38 15, that's not overblown. Let's not make wait, 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 wait. Have they not consistently been able to run a four minute offense all season? Doesn't a four minute offense take oh. power, grit, like, like you impose your will on a team? They know you want to run. You go, you, you. You're not allowing them They've to stop. They've done it once or twice, Omar. They haven't done it consistently all year. They have done it consistently all year. Okay, they been, not, you know what? You have taken all the fight out of me, and you. So you're right. I'm not. I'm not even going to argue with you on that. Are you ready? To, so you're not going to call him a power team? Denver. I want my. I want my mint. Give me my mint, and I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> okay, hold on. I have to get up and get the mint. So I, I think it's a prop that's needed. <laughs> Like Pavlov's dog. If I if I if I win an argument and you you concede, I want my mint. Damn it! Uh, listen, uh, we fight. We love each other. Um, I, I just it, just just there you, to go, there you go. Okay. All right. Thank, thank there you. There we go. Okay. Appreciate my mint. I, I I just don't like this narrative. Oh, they haven't beaten anybody. Oh, they haven't played a good team. Oh, they keep beating up on inferior opponents. There's nobody inferior in the NFL. Like, stop. You, yes. know, you, know, you know that's BS. Omar, you, you know, 
they're a different, they're a different level and caliber of a team. But on any given Sunday, on any given game day, a Washington Commanders can get a Super Bowl contender. Is that well, not Houston an accurate statement? Houston just picked off Russell Wilson to clinch the win. Who did uh, well? Who what? Houston just picked off Russell Wilson to clinch the win. So now the, the Houston Texans. You <laughs> you wanted the win to be able to say the Dolphins have beaten a seven and five team. <laughs> Am I right? Yes, you got me. Yes. That's funny. Oh, that's, a, that's a bad throw in traffic right there. By well, anyway, um, Omar, I respect your football knowledge too much for me to just sit there and have you going like there's no side. Did, did you honestly think that the Washington Commanders have the shot to beat the Dolphins today? Be honest. I did. I did. I you have a shot any day. You have a shot any single day you line up and play, especially on the road. I don't care that the line was eight and a half points. Obviously, Vegas is making the line so big because the Dolphins keep massively – people keep making major money off the Miami Dolphins. And why is that? Because they spank bad teams. I mean, come on. I don't call them bad teams. They're, they're a bad team. Yeah, they're – Sorry. And and and, and here's, the, here's the thing, gang. The Dolphins are a very, 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 very good team. According to you. You're gonna you're gonna argue with that? They're not a very very good team. I think they're a very good team. I ain't putting two varies on it. Two varies is Super Bowl. Two varies is a team that spanks inferior opponents the way the Dolphins keep doing. That that's my definition. Two varies is a team that beats up a, a playoff content playoff Super whoa, Bowl. Whoa whoa whoa, Omar! How dare you say talk about the Dolphins not beating a a, a playoff team or or an a elite Super Bowl team? caliber how team? Dare you? How dare you? I, I correct myself. A Super Bowl caliber team. Two very. Okay. okay, so then how dare you say that about the Dolphins? You know, I hate it when people use that narrative. I'm saying. This is one for me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the All Dolphins podcast sponsored by Ice <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yeah, if they, these people need, or I should do this instead. Unless they give us money to yeah. sponsor them, uh, to sponsor us. Um yeah, I mean, again, by the way, let's start with this. And we all love this because we both love the guy. I mean, Andrew Van Ginkle, holy smokes. I mean. I mean, but did that surprise you? Like, why, why would you be surprised about that? You, you know what Gink can do. Like, did that. that I'm, I'm, I'm still going to hat tip him. No, I'm not. I'm not surprised and shocked. Oh, I'm still absolutely. He deserves a hat tip, but. He deserves a sack on that first one, too. That, that one's bothering me. I said on the on the pregame show, the WQM pregame show, we we give out a, a who's going to get the game ball. We do a prediction unequivocally. I didn't even have a doubt. I knew Gink was going to be a game a baller. Um, he's just showed up every single time. Every single time he's 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 been put in that position, he showed up. He's he's added to his repertoire. The spin move is ridiculous. That was good. that was really. Uh, the, the ball awareness, you know he's had that since his rookie year. Just the, the knack of, of always being around the ball, the instincts. Um, Gink has made himself a lot of money. And now he's represented by Drew Rosenhaus, who's going to help him get the money. Now, it might not be in Miami, but it, it, it is what it is. And unfortunately, everybody can't get paid. And this team is going to be nearly impossible to keep together, which is why Steve Ross is, 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 is getting an investor to buy a percentage of his team because he's gonna have to write some big old fat checks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like he's
he has set the record for how much money he spent in offseason. I believe it's been five times during his tenure as owner. Um, the, the, the Patriots beat him once, and then he, the next offseason he spent more than them in terms of money spent in an offseason on, on, right. on free agents and talents and contracts. Like, he is clearly going to break his own record this this offseason. It's going to be crazy the amount of money that he's going to have to give out. Yeah, except here's my thing. He's 83 years old, and if the Dolphins get him a Super Bowl title, he won't care one bit. He won't care one bit. He, I don't think he'll care one bit either way. He'll gladly go like this. You you get some money. You get some money. You get some money. Hell, he was trying to play Brian Flores to lose games. <laughs> there you go. Allegedly. Let me throw an allegedly on there. Uh, let's see. What else stood out? Obviously, Tua was very, very, very good. Tyreek again is a complete cheat code. You can why why are you going like this? I'm um, I'm I'm just amazed at what Tyreek could do. Like you saw him practice, you saw him at practice. He's limping around. He could barely slow down. And throughout yeah. the game, he's doing that. I didn't. And, see that. and somebody's got to explain to me what what possesses opposing defensive coordinators to have to have a, a slot cornerback cover him one on one in the slot without deep help and a rookie cornerback on top of that. I mean, the, mo the motions, the motions force those cut the motions. Not the, the first one. There was no motion on the first one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I didn't see the first one. So oh, I can't. okay. No, no, no. There was. He was in a standstill position. Rookie corner in, in front of him. No deep help, and it was like just a quick, in and up move and bye bye. Uh, and then the second one, I'm just gonna whisper this. I don't want to say it out loud because I'm gonna get vilified, I believe. But I'm actually surprised it wasn't. Legal motion offense number ten. Watch the replay. Watch the replay and tell me. Tell me he's not moving forward toward the line of scrimmage before the snap. I mean, good teams get those kind of. Oh no, no, I know. Less but, direction. I know, but I'm I'm gonna guess opposing opposing coaches from now on are gonna tell the tell the officials before the game. Hey, can you watch watch Tyreek on those? I'm sure, they do tell them the, before the game. I'm I'm absolutely positive that they do. Oh, that's a very good point. You're watching this. Uh, I want to watch the Dolphins post game, whatever show. I don't, I mean, we it, are the post game show. We are right. the post game show. This is the only place that people need to be. Okay. You're, uh, you're, you're my, my humble apologies. Okay. So, having said that, by the way, yes, I'm going to say it just because I obviously got massive pushback because God forbid I put, I say this. I said on Twitter after Tyreek scored the two long touchdowns, how he's not at or near the top of the NFL MVP conversation is beyond me. And of course, everybody came back with what about Tua, what about Tua, what about Tua? Tua played great. Tua had a great game. Um, 18 of 24 and one of the drops actually was one of his better plays when he scrambled and he threw the pass to Jalen Waddle wide open in the middle of the field. And Jalen had a brain fart. Jalen dropped two passes. What was the other one? Uh, there was another deep pass that he should have been able to bring in. He broke like broke through traffic and he was there. Oh yeah, but he was kind of that that was one of those where had they thrown a flag for DPI, I wouldn't have been shocked because there was it seemed like maybe somebody pulled him at the last second, kind of hindered. Uh if, if, if I'm talking about the same play as you are. And one of the things that Tua did very, very well today is he moved in the pocket and it was especially special. Like I said, one of the things he did really, really well in the pocket today was he moved very, very well. <laughs> no, I, Omar, I, I got you the first seven times you said it. Uh, if I'm moving on, it's because obviously I'm ignoring you. Because we're, 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 we're recapping today. And it was, 
you have children. You can't ignore us because then we'll keep doing it. Um, so you acknowledge my bad behavior. Unless you're being a child. Um, yeah. it, it, bro, I've always told you. Leave no, he does. He moves well in the pocket. I, I will get absolutely. And it was a special. Did I ever say anything to the contrary? You, you, I always told you it was elite. You always like, it's not elite. It's not elite. Okay. It's elite. It's goddamn elite. Quick release. Pocket presence. Pinpoint accuracy. Can I finish my point? Yes, you can. Okay. It was especially glaring today mm -hmm. and obvious when you contrast it with Sam Howell, who has the, no offense, who has the awareness of my 14-year-old non-football playing son in the pocket. No, and I disagree with you. Sam Howell, I disagree with you. I was quite impressed with Sam Howell Ooh, and his pocket. Bro, he scrambled for two touchdowns. And a lot of them was pressure in the pocket that he scrambled out of. How often, if, how often if, do you If you made like, those plays, you'd say he's elite, scrambling-wise. I also you, saw... You say that's the what's missing from his game. The, from whose game? Tua's game. No, I said no. I said what's missing from Tua's game are, are big-time signature performances. Again. In December. But you, then when we, we talked about elite quarterback, and I don't know how we got into this conversation, and you said name an elite quarterback, and I said Tom Brady, and then you said Tom Brady's not a, something elite, because, the perfect quarterback because he can't scramble. Then I said Steve Young, and then you were like, okay, Guess he's like, I need scrambling ability. If we're talking perfect quarterback. Perfect quarterback, yeah. And as I said, if Tua, but, if Tua can scramble like that, he'd be a perfect quarterback. Kupar, we know you don't watch NSC's football. I have no idea. What, no, I don't, I, I don't tend to, to gravitate Hard towards other than, the, other than the Eagles and Dallas because the Giants and Washington suck. But, yeah, no, I have seen NFC's football. Um Anyway, no, he made a really nice play on on the on the touchdown, but there were also a lot of times when he looked at me like he was really really slow to make his decision, and feeling feeling where the where the heat was coming from. Did and Miami's game end early? Like, why are we watching so much? Of Miami's game ended before four p.m., which is and again, Dolphins ran. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 13 play drive to close out the game. Everything but runs except for the one shovel pass. That bleeds off the clock pretty fast. Four-minute offense, baby. Finesse teams can't do that. I'd be more impressed with that if it wasn't in a 38-15 to 15 game. I'm just telling you. Finesse. They did the same thing. They did something against the Jets in a 21-point game in the fourth quarter. Okay. Let's let's do it. To me, we're, we're gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely put the stamp on this if they do it in a close game. Okay. Okay. So, um, 400 yards, 120 rushing. With rushing, 123. Damn. Six, their average was average. Is that rushing? Average gain was 6.9. That doesn't make That doesn't add up. That doesn't make sense. No, that's the average gain for, I'm sorry, for plays. I'm trying to figure out what they average rushing. Oh, I know Raheem was under four. Yeah, Raheem was under four. Raheem is is taking on water here. Uh, 43, uh, 43 yards on 11 carries. Um, he also caught one pass for eight yards, uh, scored a touchdown. Um, Devon Achan, 73 rushing yards on 17 carries, two rushing touchdowns. So now he's he's, he's pushing up, pushing himself back up into that touchdown lead. 
Um, I, I'm glad to see he got he got some go. But Jeff Wilson for four rushes for 11 yards, and yeah, that ain't gonna cut it. No, um, you also saw that he was clearly the number three guy, which I guess yeah, we, I mean we had to expect, I guess. That, yeah, I mean who who didn't think he was gonna be the number three guy? I I. I, I I think he's going to be the tough yardage inside zone zone short yardage guy, and and I think Jeff is fine with whatever his role is. They, if, you're, if you're not if you're a player on this team right now at nine and three, the way they're cranking, and you're 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 going to like throw a fit because of your role. Not sure I want you on the team. This is not sorry. This is that's absolutely accurate, especially the way that everybody. Like, man, this is such a great team from locker room. Chris Perkins has always said, and I, I give Chris Perkins credit, he says, man, this is such a good locker room. And Chris has been around sports for a very long time, and you know what a good locker room is and what a bad locker room is. Um, I used to know dogs have bad locker rooms when Indomitian Sue was in there bullying people. Um, it it, yeah. it is it is such a good locker room and you know everybody supports one another like you don't think they were like over the moon thrilled and excited for Manuel Agba um you know he's had a, it, there's nobody on the team who's had a rougher year than Emmanuel Agba and look look at look at look at what he's contributing he's at five sacks now and i swear to god the whole team will 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 bum rush him when he when he makes a play and that just shows the the, the togetherness, the commitment to one another, um, the desire to be all in one, all just just everybody on board and on the same train and moving in the same direction. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul said something earlier this week when, where the comparison was made about Super Bowl contending, the Super Bowl winning teams that he's been on. And he talked about that. He's like, we were on one accord we basically fed off one another and that's what this Dolphins team has done absolutely all season. They are all on one accord. They feed off one another and they just continue to get better. I will say they were like that too. I mean, it was a very good locker room last year too. They, they don't have, I, I hate to admit, I hate to use the word, the word cancer because that might be harsh, but like for, they, they, for example, they're a team of, with a bunch of good locker room guys Unlike some players of the past, like like you mentioned, Dominic and Sue, you know, I want to address this here real, real quick. Is it's the me guys that get you? It's correct. It's the Brandon Marshalls. It's the Dominic and Sue's. It's the I'm trying to think of other me guys. Okay, while while you're trying to think, Omar, let me address this gentleman here, Bill. Dan M had one season with 100 plus rating average, 16 interceptions a year, and 85 had 84 rating and 21 interceptions. I guess you would cut him, Bill. I'm going to try to do this as politely as I can. If you're going to start comparing passer rating oh, yeah. now and in the mid eighties, I don't know what to tell you, my man, because it's a different game. Look at all the passer ratings. Look at all the career leaders. They're all from now. So that is. Who? I'm going to be very, very nice. That is a less than stellar point. You're yes. Talking. No, you can't even compare today's passer rating to yesterday's pass rating. Like, um, Ryan Tannehill might have a better career pass rating than Dan Marino. That's all you kind of need to know. Like, correct. correct. Like, yeah, it's 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 not what you think it is. Correct. It's, and the game is completely different now. And again, I, I'm going to give myself one of these for not having railed harder and 
been more harsh about the, the quality. Wow, of are you serious, Rob? Jamaican time. I, one, I wasn't late today. And for the record, we both at the same time created a channel for this for the, for this dear podcast. And then he texted me, "Hey, I'm waiting on you," without knowing that I had already created the channel. So uh, not only that, so not only that me for being late. Not only that, Rob. Uh, immediately after the game, like between the time the game ended and we hopped on on the podcast, both Omar and I published a story on alldolphins.com where you can read it for free for your enjoyment and the enjoyment of all of those who like to read our stuff. Yes. So I, 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 I and, and here's the thing. I, I know the Jamaican reputation and we do live on our own time. I am never late for anything. And is Jamaican time worse than Cuban time? I don't even know what I don't know Cuban time. Are I know you serious? Oh, oh my lord. Oh my lord. Cuban time is 4 p.m. Expect 4 30 or 5. Okay. I mean oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no no Cuban, it's a real thing. And my my wife who's whose roots are half Cuban, half Dominican, if she wasn't with an earshot, I would I would ask her to, to vouch for that. So I, I don't. I don't like to be late for anything. Um, if if I'm going somewhere, I tell my wife we need to be there 30 minutes before we actually need to be there, just so I know we're going to be on time. Where there there ain't there. I am not that person where I don't show up late for nothing. Um, but I apologize for being late yesterday by a minute or two. Um, and Today, I was here. I just happened to be on another channel because Poupard got his up before mine. I like, I like that. And by the way, if that's the worst complaint you have about us, we're doing pretty well. Uh, Cuban time is the worst because it's late and we act like we're ready. We early. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it's late and, and you act like you're like the first person there? Oh, that's funny. Thank you, Pablo. Um Let's see what we got here. We should should we tackle some of these? What else do we need? To hey, do? everybody! Make sure you hit the like button. That 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 helps curate the channel. Helps get eyeballs. All these things matter. The ratings on the YouTube. I I, I hope you take a chance to listen to yesterday's live. If you if you didn't, because you're probably living your life like next week. I'm planning to be living my life. I got a I got a Sunday off. A Saturday and Sunday off. Uh, I'm gonna be living my life. I'm going to Metro Zoo with my daughter. Um, I'm, I'm going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and I know you are probably doing fun stuff, but make sure you watch yesterday's live because there was a lot of bickering by certain individuals on that, that on this podcast. Um, and, and I, I got my victories in, I got my victories in and so did Pupar, but it was, a, it was a very good show. It was all good, and it's all done in respect. We don't have to agree with everything. The respect is always there, uh, and that's and and this is and and again, the people that we engage here, I, I respond to a lot of comments. The people I engage on Twitter, mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't mind being told I know nothing about football. I don't mind my my opinions being shot yeah. down. Don't be do it with respect. You're a hack. Thank it, you very that, little. That, that I, I love when people say you're a hack, like. You know how hard I have to work to become a hack? Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like, do you think this is a clubhouse that they let people in, much less black people in? It's not. It, it, it's it's very hard. You got kicked down the door. Imagine, so, and, and you know how hard it is to be a Canadian covering the NFL? <laughs> yeah, what do you know about football? You guys don't even play nothing, with the right rules. Nothing, but I've been fooling everybody for 30 plus years, so I'm going keep, gonna to keep trying to do it. Yeah. This, this I want to address this. OJ Highway, who's been a, a good Twitter follower for me. We love OJ. I love, love, love OJ. Omar, did you see OJ. They took a page out of last year's D playbook. They've been doing that for months now. Like, did, I don't, long, really on. like, have you guys not realized when when the marriage of Fangio's old grizzled grumpiness kind of meshed with the twists and the stunts that the D linemen want to do and the the not exclusively zone coverage? Hey, throw in some man. When Fangio started kind of compromising, and he calls it figuring out what my players can do in the skill sets, they started playing better. Like they've been doing that for a while now. And, and they've been twisting and stunting and zero blitzing for a while. Baker's been blitzing. Uh, Andrew Van Ginkle's been blitzing from the inside. Um, he forces. Brandon the- Jones blitzed today. Yeah. He yeah. did. Very, yeah. very. Oh, that might've been while you were driving from the pregame show very early. In fact, it was one of the first, yeah. the first possession of the game. That Washington had on a third down. Yeah, blitz boy blitzing. 
they did, and he forced a hurry, and it resulted in incompletion. And then three plays later, it was two out of Tyreek and seven nothing lead, and, and it was over. Does the transition tag still exist? Noel asks. Yes, and it would be a waste of time to use. Um, last time the Dolphins used a transitional tag, I think the last two times they used a transitional tag was on Charles Clay and um, Olivier Vernon, and teams made the contract offers. The Dolphins eventually dropped the tag and got nothing for both players. Don't use the transitional tag. Well, they didn't. They, they had the opportunity to match. I want to acknowledge Todd here. Thank you very, very much, Todd. Yeah, they had the opportunity to match, and they never did. Um, thank you, Todd. Did you, bring, did you bring that? Did you bring Mike up? No, I thought you well, did. I brought, I brought Mike up. Okay, I'm pretty drunk. LOL, what a freaking game! Dolphins look great on the road. I'm so excited about this. You should be excited. Everybody should be very, very excited about this team. Um, I mean, They're the possibilities right now are really, 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 really intriguing. You keep using these very, varies, two varies, really, really, two reallys. Like, are they Super Bowl contenders or not, Alan Poupard? Put him on the hot seat, people. Right now, right now, I need to see. I need to see a win against Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo before. I, before you got. Do you need all three? No, 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 no. I need, you I need, need one. one win against one of those three. Yeah. All right. Cool. That will stand him. And and part of it again is because there's no super team. Casey's not quite at the level they were. They've been the past couple of years. Even and Baltimore's a very good team. Jacksonville's Still a very, very good, good. Team, but they're not. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Nash usually loves the show, but someone needs their meds adjusted when one party insists on belligerently bickering over petty points that have been hashed and rehashed multiple times by these two. I have no idea what the point of that particular comment, but you contributed to the show. Um, I would, I do need some meds. I would like some clonopin. Um, but it's uh, everybody's. And try, I'm trying to find it to get it off the screen, and I can't. Did you put it up, Omar? Or did no, I, I didn't put it up. Bro. I'm like it. accidentally hitting him, and I don't want it on the screen any longer. Well, when we see Clee pull, ah, just did it. You did it again. I you did it again. It I want to go ahead. Put yours. When will we see Claypool get involved? The blowout win. He was on the field. Would have been great time to build some chemistry. He was on the field. It didn't matter. I mean, he was on the field at the end of the game. Does it matter? I would like to see him in those tight end with plays, those H back plays, because he's Ooh. not a receiver. Oh, sorry, Colts just hit a hit a massive play in overtime. Tennessee overtime here. I'm going to. Are see. you watching Red Zone? Of course, I'm watching Red Zone. Tennessee kicked a field goal in the first possession of overtime, and Minshew just hit a long pass to the one yard line. And Tennessee's a team the Dolphins are facing next week on Monday night. Oh. Uh, Chris, to, to to address your point. To me, anything you get out of Chase Claypool is like extra icing on the cake. He's not really needed, to be honest with you. Yep. Did you see Julian Hill today? I saw a hold and a night, and well, it was a nice catch. I was like, it was a good play by Tua. Bro, he was he was he was balling. This was one of his better games. I mean, he was breaking tackles. He was mauling guys. Julian Hill. I mean, I'm I'm growing impressed with him on a on a daily basis. Two catches for 23 yards. Three yards. And by the way, we saw undrafted rookie Tanner Connor elevated from the practice squad, and Tyler Croft sat along with Robbie Chosen and Eli Apple. Tyler, I mean, um, Tyler Croft sat, yes. Okay, yeah, we know Tyler Croft's days are numbered. Did I say that out loud? Okay, so a couple of people have brought this up. 
what we're your doing. thoughts on this in light of the Jerome Baker? It was probably too late, but in light of the Jerome Baker injury, do you reach out to Shaq Leonard? Um, yeah, but I I know he's he's choosing between Dallas and and the Eagles. I'm pretty sure logistics are going to play a huge factor in, in his decision. So more than likely, it's going to be the Eagles because um, I'm sure he's not going to move his family during it while his kids are in school for a month. Um, actually, they should be Christmas. Ho- so, yeah, yeah, make a call. But, I mean, you're not going to give him big money. You're going to give him the minimum just like everybody else is going to get. Yeah, make a call. But I don't think he's going to he'd come here. And how long is it going to take him to learn the defense? Like, I think Duke Riley is the way to go. But when we can you make the same argument? How long is it going to take him to learn the Dallas defense or the Philly defense? Dallas, let me think. Dallas, I can't remember what he runs in, in Indy. No, it's a 3 4. It's Dan Quinn that runs a 3 4. Yeah. Small uh, game Indy just beat Tennessee. So the Dolphins will be facing the 4 and 8 Tennessee Titans. Uh, I'm sure you're going to say they're a bad team. Um, they're mediocre. You are what your record says you are, and they're four and eight. Therefore, all right. Uh, in these where, seven where, 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 where I'm concerned, if we're going to talk about the inside linebacker spot, is I don't want to have to rely on Channing Tindall. No offense, and Channing Tindall could very well have turned the corner. Um, but I haven't seen the guy make a play in two years, and on top of that. Um, the what's the depth behind them? There's a guy on the roster who got here because basically Vic Fangio demanded that he be here. Alexander um, Johnson. He's Alexander Johnson, squad. and he's on the he's on the practice squad. There is a backstory to him. I don't know it. Who probably does? But I'm going to have to learn it because I think that this is he's a guy you're probably going to see maybe get an opportunity to step up because. Vic Fangio really likes him. Um, I, I think I think I remember him, and, and not well enough that considering what I think it involved, that I, I want to be okay. Yes. Be any wrong on it, wrong on it. So mm-hmm. it was some sort of legal issue while he was in college, and I don't want I don't want to go I don't want to go there. Yes. Um, let's go. I thought six one nine three ASNF says, I thought K Keon Smith did okay for the few reps. And I need to go back and watch the game, and I will go back and watch the game exclusively to watch trench play. Yes, I watch trench play during the game, but I have I'm forced to take my eyes off it. But then I watch it just for trench play. And I will watch it, but I thought he did very well. Um, in terms of what I saw in there. But it's very easy when you're pinning your ears back and being aggressive as a run blocker as opposed to a pass blocker, and we didn't see any pass blocking. Pass blocking is the hard part of the job. And um, I'm what I like about that decision, and it shows Mike McDaniels is consistent as hell, is he is focused on what, Alan Poupard? Mike McDaniel. Oh, please stop! Don't don't go there. Answer the question. Don't Mike McDaniel's focused on what? On not taking any chances of re-aggravating injuries, and I know you're going to say on elimination games. Elimination games. Here's the thing, though. Hold on, Omar. Let me finish my point. Let me. The Dolphins my- will not face an elimination game until the playoffs. 
No, the Dolphins will face an elimination game starting with Dallas because those games are going to dictate. Yes, there are. When he said elimination games, he said things that dictate your playoff seating and your home field advantage. He put that in there in the elimination games. Okay. So, yes, those are when the elimination games begin. And if there's a chance that a player like Javon Holland or Kendall Lamb um, could suffer a setback by playing, they're sitting. And even though Kendall Lamb was up, who went into the game? Keon Smith. And so it gives Kendall Lamb's back issues a little bit of chance to subside and heal and rest. Uh, here's the thing. Two, two quick points. Number one, would Keon Smith still have been the guy to go into the game had the, had the score not been 31-7 to seven mm-hmm. when Armstead was injured? That's number one. And then number two, by definition, elimination games – in my book, are games where if you lose, you're out. Yes, 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 yes. And this yes. is where I said the Dolphins are not facing one of those because they're going to clinch the AFC's title. Yes, before. they want way more than the AFC's oh, agree. title. They want home field advantage as long as they can get it, which means they have to have the first, if not the second best record. And I don't see them getting the first, but I certainly think that they can get the second and then have to go through as long as Kansas City is there, have to go through Kansas City to make it to where they want to make it to. But if somebody so happens to knock off Kansas City, then everything goes to them to the Super Bowl. So those Dallas, Baltimore, Bills are indeed elimination games based on Mike McDaniel's explanation of elimination games. Okay, fair enough. All right. Um, give me my give me my mint. No, the wrong way. Um I, lost my, I just lost my train of thought there for a second. Oh, that, you hate it when that happens. Oh, well. Did Robert Hunt leave the game because – we'll put that up – because of re-aggravating his hamstring or pulled out because game was no longer in doubt? Um, Mike McDaniel didn't really feel comfortable playing Robert Hunt. I'm pretty sure Robert Hunt forced his way onto the field, and when the opportunity presented itself for Robert Hunt to get off the field, Mike McDaniel was like, okay, you're out, is my guess. That makes sense. Um, no, and again, the fact that they were playing, that they were comfortably ahead makes it easier to make those kinds of decisions. See, this is one person who actually gets the point that I am making. Oh my God. Like, didn't the whack dolphins that were, that were tanking in 2009, didn't they beat five teams? There, there is no such thing as an inferior team there. They, anybody can get you on any given day. Now, can everybody beat the San Francisco 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles and maybe the Kansas City Chiefs? No, but. But you just said any team can beat any team on any given. I mean, I'm just saying, yes, no, somebody can get them. Somebody can get them. Somebody can get them. But are the odds like extremely high that somebody's going to get them? No. But my thing is, I'm not ready to put the Dolphins up there yet. Today helps. They, but to me, they are because of how quickly they can Tyreek can go 75 yards for a touchdown. And that's what makes this team stand out. And it's probably why they were not, favored. Not by accurate pinpoint passing. Okay, I got you. Like I said. Did you see the steam coming out of his ears? <laughs> no, no, there is no steam. Because um, it's not a talking point you haven't brought up before. And this is where I would say again. Please point any 
to a completion this season, longer than 35 yards that did not go to Tyreek Hill, and I'll wait. And we'll be here all night because there's not a single one. So, yes, yes, Tua is getting him the ball, but Tyreek is the one who's getting behind the defense like no other wide receiver in the league this year or in a very, very long time. Anyway, the point remains that the Dolphins have been favored by double digits or nine and a half, whatever. I want to say five times Carolina Giants, New England Jets, this particular game. In And in the world of gambling with, with odds, that's a very big spread that indicates a very big mismatch in town level. Whether you like it or not, whether you want to use the term inferior or bad team, if it's a game that the, the odds makers think is pretty close, there's not a nine and a half point spread or 11 or 12. And the Dolphins are going to be favored by what against Tennessee, you think? Nine and a half. I'm guessing they're going to be 11. So it's another one where can, can Tennessee trip up the Dolphins? Sure. The chances of that happening are what? Tennessee, Tennessee has no margin for error. All it takes is one blown coverage. You let Terry get, get behind him. Tua hits him with an accurate deep pass, and it's a 75-yard touchdown. Boom, score Dolphins. Teams can't match that. That is the one thing the Dolphins have that even the best teams in the league, KC, San Francisco, Philly, Baltimore, no team can match that ability to strike that quickly. And then on top of that, you throw in Devon Achan, who I don't know about you, his numbers aren't spectacular. There wasn't a big running at one of 15, but I see him get the ball outside, and I'm like thinking every time, is this the one he breaks? He didn't look as fast as he normally. Is looked. it the one he breaks? You don't get. You didn't get that impression when you see him get. No, the, I, the I, I I saw it, and he gets to the outside runs, but he didn't have that extra get giddy up, and I don't don't expect the extra giddy up because the guy's coming off a knee injury. Um, let's let's see. Adrian Torres says, "Will Easy E ever play? Probably not this season. Um, they only have one spot to return from IR." And no disrespect to Easy E, but I'm not using it on him. If 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 he's the last guy, sure. Uh, but even then, I got to create a roster spot for him. No, they already have seven wide receivers on the roster. Absolutely. Don't and then Wes Welker said Thursday he's still waiting for medical clearance. So uh, sure, I I would be more concerned. And I think the bigger question here might be. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Easy e tweeted out, uh, I want to play football. And Tariq sent out a meme with the little with the dog giving the side eye look like, really? <laughs> I I'd be more I'd be more concerned and it's maybe being overly dramatic about him playing next year. I'm gonna be honest with you. And again, to me, this goes back to neck injury, goes back to college. Yeah, that was weird. That's a little ominous to me. So, Omar, quit quibbling. Okay. What are we quibbling about? I have somebody, to know what I'm quibbling about. Somebody asked if, uh, how long has Keon Smith been on the team? <laughs> Two years. Yeah, he's been on the practice squad and then made the 53. And I, I am going to be honest, I was shocked. Hmm. Uh, here we go. I was shocked too, by the way. And, um, Mike McDaniel continues to rub it in our face that member. He's like, I always told you guys that about our depth on the offensive line. And we basically laughed and you, you guys laughed in my face. 
And he is absolutely thousand percent correct. We did not believe him. We thought he was a liar. We didn't understand why you were keeping a practice squad offensive tackle on your 53-man roster. We didn't understand why you were keeping all these guys on your 53-man roster. And lo and behold, yeah, you need every single person on that on that offensive line this season. And props to you because I will say it, you were right, Mike McDaniel. You were 1,000% right. And this is where also we need to point out Considering the abuse he has taken on this podcast, absolute hat tip to your starting left guard today. Liam Eikenberg. Liam Eikenberg. The Eikenberg Express gets you to your destination. <laughs> and this is this is for Liam Eikenberg. Listen, 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 Linda. Um, and I said on the pregame show, and I when I went over my film of the offensive line, I believe I tweeted out like Liam Eikenberg is playing better than Lester Cotton is playing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I didn't expect the change would happen, but I certainly didn't rule it out. And when he, I saw that he, and and the thing is, Liam had talked to me and said, "Yeah, I like right guard better because I could use my, I could use my hip, that my stronger hip, and it helps me." But honestly, Liam is is focused on redeeming his name and redeeming his career. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And he is doing it. Um, I remember um, when I was beating up on Liam Eikenberg, and that's just, I'm going to call it beating up on him because I was ultra critical of him, um, probably more because I pay attention to the offensive line more than anybody else. Everybody follows my lead, generally. And what, what? Is it, did Please, I tell a lie? Hell of me. I'm sorry, go ahead. Did I tell a lie? Everybody what? follows my lead. I'm sorry. On offensive line? Are you kidding? Like, okay. Are you kidding? Perk got Perk got on me after the Buffalo game. Said I was too hard on Liam, and then then and and then went up to Liam because I was too hard on Liam because I blamed Liam for getting um, Teron hurt. And then he went up to Liam to talk to Liam, and Liam took responsibility and ownership for getting Teron hurt. And of Perk was like, "Well, because that's what they do, man. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. And and, and then you know, it, 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 I." Liam has not been good at portions this season, but he has played well for two, at least two games at center, played well for at least two games at right guard, and now played well at left guard. Like, props where they're due. Like, Liam is – Liam might be a starter and uh, might still be a starter in the NFL. Don't know where, but he might still be a starter in the NFL. Okay. Uh, let me address this because uh... – no, no, you didn't answer the last question. Why did you what? take that away? About the, the 99 Rams? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I, I actually That's like really that. Fair. Didn't uh, the 2012 Rams only beat one team above 516 games? That is something that Alan Poupard will look up and write about. No, I actually did look it up, and I, I'm i not even sure they did. I think they had a day. They were like one and three against those types of teams. So, yeah, so technically, sure, the Dolphins could go and three down the stretch after clinching the AFC's title by beating – 
by winning the next two games and Buffalo losing one of the next two at KC at home against Dallas, which is entirely possible. Um, and then the Dolphins lose their last three. They go into the playoffs, seven and six, and they get hot. They go on a run. Sure, it could happen. I would not have confidence that that would happen, and I would certainly would not predict stamp the Dolphins as a Super Bowl contender at that point, even though, yes, they could go on a run. So that's all. Mm-hmm. I want to address this one because I have to, and I'm not I'm not about ducking. Anthony, thanks for the contribution. Showed your bias by unequivocally saying Herbert can win a Super Bowl, but every forward-looking to a question gets your obligatory, I need to see it, response. Why full faith in Herbert, not to it? Do you know why I brought up that question? Just to see that face you're making. It <laughs> is a goofy face. And I will take it off, and now I will address your, your, your situation. Because I have seen, despite what Omar has liked to say, I have seen Herbert come through in the clutch. And, yes, I have brought up a couple of, of December runs. His December-January numbers are much better than Tua's. He, he had a really good December last year in helping the Chargers land the number five seed. And then also, if you, if, if you didn't watch the 2021 season finale against the Raiders, even though they lost because their defense was hot garbage, he completed literally like six fourth down passes in a in a drive that they had to have, including a pill to Mike Williams on the final play of regulation to just send that game into overtime. So yes, and Justin Herbert, just like Tua's first two years, and if any Tua fan is out there, and I, and I know you guys are out there, please be honest with yourselves and acknowledge the fact that for the first two years when Tua's numbers overall were not particularly good, there were a lot of reasons, and you guys are not shy about bringing him up, which is the offensive line coach had no faith in him. The scheme, the wide receivers weren't great. Well, if you're going to do that, apply him again this year to Herbert, who's going, who's having a lot of the same situations with a with a mediocre head coach, an offensive line you can't pass protect, no pass protection, and wide receivers who can't get separation deep, and only one guy who's good at separation but short. That's Keenan Allen. So I hope that answers your question, Anthony. I hope that's fair. It's nothing personal. It's not because Herbert is 6'6 and a big arm and two is six feet or 6'1 and doesn't have a big arm. I'm not an arm queen like Omar likes to say. I hate that term. I value – and you have to roll your eyes at me. You know. I didn't roll my eyes. I was just like, okay, okay. you're not okay. an arm queen. I am not an arm queen. I will not, I will not take arm strength over everything. But if a, if a quarterback has everything – Obviously, I would prefer to have a big arm as well. So I hope that and, and sometimes you don't have a big arm. Sometimes you have to deal with the pop gun, but the pop gun comes with pinpoint accuracy and quick decision making and quick and pocket presence and and feel for the game. And that's what Tua has. And I take that over the arm any day of the week, any day. I and take. I'm not, I'm not fighting you on that. I'm, I, I'm, I take I'm presence. The reason I wanted Herb, I wanted. Tua over Herbert, and it was a very hard decision. I went to the Senior Bowl specifically look at Justin Herbert, specifically to meet Justin Herbert, shake his hand, talk to him, see what his personality is like. And you know what it, it reminded me of? It reminded me of Ryan Tannehill. There was absolutely nothing there. And I said, can't do it, won't do it, not going to do it again, because you know what? The team isn't going to believe in him and rally behind him. And lo and behold, here we are. Justin Herbert's about to get his second head coach fired, and I know it's not all on him because – Probably the head coach deserves to be fired. But, and and you make the argument, Chargers are charging, and I don't know anything about the Chargers and the charging. But lo and behold, now we we, we can put on, on their resume, Tua Tonga Valoa, one coach fired. Justin Herbert, two coach fired. 
to a with a better record. I know you hate say, hate the fact that records do not go with quarterbacks. They keep track of records for head coaches and quarterbacks. There's a reason that they do so. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to bother. I, I, I've said my piece on that. I know. Uh, we we, we don't have to agree on this. We, don't, no, no, we, correct. Do not see, we do not see eye to eye on this. Correct. But you, you also know, and, and I'm going to pin you down on this again. Starting right now, eliminate the Dolphins and the Chargers. How many of the 30 GMs take Justin Herbert? How many take Tua? Just for the 2024 season. Be honest. 20 out of 30. Take who? Take take Herbert. Okay. Because because they all but they also take make and they're all not alarm queens. They're not all. They also all make horrible decisions generally when it comes to quarterbacks. Do they not? Except for Andy Reid. Sure. Okay. But here's my question: Who would Andy? Do you think that Andy Reid would take Herbert, or do you think that Andy Reid would take take Tua? I, I I don't know. I honestly don't know. See, and um, the fact that you have to the fact that you have to wonder about that because Andy Reid is the one that I would trust the most. A lot of these coaches, a lot of these executives, and I know a lot of them, they're they are literally just guessing when it comes to quarterback. Most of them, ninety percent of them, have no effing clue what the hell they're doing. That includes the people who ran run the Dolphins for years and years and years. Um, Mike McDaniel has a system or runs a system that literally makes quarterbacks. It makes guys like Brock Purdy, and I, I, I have a high opinion of Brock Purdy, but it makes guys like Brock Purdy look and produce like the best quarterback in the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo look and produce like the best quarterback in the NFL. It, 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 it's part of the system, but you also have to guy, have the guy who can execute it, sure. and that is too. Well, you put, if you put Justin Herbert in that same offense, I don't think it executes the same way. In my opinion. Okay. And and I and I would tell you, yeah, let's let's move on because it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. What I want to what I want to convey more than anything else, it's nothing personal. I have no personal vendetta whatsoever. It's not because he's smaller and doesn't have a big arm. It's got nothing to do with that. Whenever I say something that's not Pro like I, when, when I say I need to see it, yes, because the truth is. Again, the numbers aren't there for the first three December slash Januarys. Today, obviously, was was 140 passer rating, second passer rating again, of the season. Again, and he a, says, stick it, Poupard, with your fourth cool with your December numbers. And again, it's against a garbage defense, and that's you can't. <laughs> 29th in the NFL in pass defense. All just right, fired, just fired their DC. I mean, that, that's okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Yes, but he uh, played. But he played great. <laughs> You're always you're always like jab 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 jab, but he played great. Uh, <laughs> I'm like pointing out facts. Yes, when it's tiring. Go ahead. John says the Dolphins said heading into the uh, season, O line was deep. I didn't believe them. Neither did we. Okay, uh, but I do. But I do now. Thoughts. Well, My thoughts just... are Butch Barry is the Dolphins coach of the year. He has been the Dolphins coach of the year since midseason when I handed out midseason honors and awards. I'm sorry, but Butch Barry, there's nobody on this staff who was highly more criticized and doubted and laughing was a laughing stock leaving Denver when he got fired before the season ended and the players on the team celebrated. He came here and he resurrected his career and he put together one of the best offensive lines in the NFL and 
there was a point in the season where I said that they were the catalyst for what Miami was doing on offense. And now, I for the last two weeks, Poupard will testify, I've said how they're performing, how they're playing is what's going to hold this team down. And hopefully this is a turning point for them. Hopefully, Except this is where I'm going to jump in. The, can we can we agree there were three big plays that, that dictated this game pretty much? Tariq, Tariq, and... KBG. The pick six. Okay. 21 points right there. If you look at the two plays, it's a combination of Tariq getting open really, really, really fast, really, really quickly. Tua, boom, back, 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 chuck it. Not you like have an offensive line to go back, back, back. Dude, are you, you do? Is it too much to expect to not have an offensive line to not have an offensive line? How many, that's times, have the How many times have the Dolphins had that in the last ten years? Omar, the the Fox the Fox telecast made a point of how quickly the ball got out on those two plays. Okay, and I'm saying that's not heavy lifting for the offensive line. Everything works in conjunction. Yeah. You mentioned Brock Purdy and the Frisco offense. Yes, I and I said this before last week throughout the week. The, the Dolphins scheme and the talent that they have makes life easier for this offensive line than for some others. Mm-hmm. And Tyreek's ability and Jalen Waddle to get open very, very, very quickly and to his ability to recognize that very quickly and get rid of the mm-hmm. ball is, is it makes it takes off a load. And, on and, and, and you know what? The big plays are more prevalent when two has comfortable and has time to read the field and isn't at pressures in his face. And today he didn't have any of those issues. And is it a, just a coincidence since Ron Armstead and Robert Hunt were on the field today and Liam Eikenberg was back at the starting spot he started 20-something games at? I'm not saying that this is magically instantly fixed, but the offensive line, I, games in the – answer this question, true or false, are games in the NFL won and lost in the transfers? Okay. Answer the question. No, it's not. You I'm have not, a right to treat the witness as a hostile witness. Okay, I'm very hostile right now. <laughs> I don't want to make that blanket statement, particularly when it comes to the Dolphins, because the Dolphins are unique. As long as Tyreek and Jalen Wild get open like get open like that, and, Ty, and Tua gets them the ball, it's not. They don't need the offensive line to be Eagles like or Lions like or 49ers like. I said that last week. We disagree on that, too. Okay, that's fine. Um, Omer never had a problem calling Dolphins a bad team. That, uh, what a, what a, what, what's the point? What a what? What a what? What a, I, I don't think know. He's, I think he's saying that, that you're now. What a, what a day? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're a good team. They're, they're a very, I said Omar, that. That's not the point I think he's trying to make. And what's Omar, the point he's trying to make? That you're pushing back. At me every time I mention Washington as being an inferior opponent, the Dolphins taking care of business. When many times in the past you said the Dolphins were a bad team. No, the Dolphins were a dysfunctional franchise, uh, and they are a team that can get anybody on any given Sunday. And we they've shown that over the years, no matter who is coaching the team. Um, dysfunctional franchise, yes. I don't know if I've ever had a. I, I don't know outside of the 2007 season. If I've ever sat here and said the Dolphins are a bad team, they weren't a playoff team, but they okay. weren't a bad team, and they could they could get you on any given day. I, okay. I'm not I'm not sure I'm I'm used to, I'm not sure I call the Dolphins a bad team. I, I don't know if I do or if I don't. I know I've called them a dysfunctional franchise because they have been for the last two decades. 
Yeah, oh four, but that was before your time. What you, would you say? Oh four, they were they were they were really bad. Yeah, they started um, like one and nine or whatever. One or oh and six, and then. Um, Guys, please don't repeat the same thing over and over again in the chat because it makes it very hard. We'll, we'll see you one time. Um, I've seen about 20 comments about the Rams, and like I see, you, bro, we answered the question. Okay, I got this one here, please. Let me go deep. I wish people would stop saying Poop hates Tua. He does not hate Tua. Tua is not perfect. And Tua right now, Tua is a very, very good quarterback. So I'm gonna, again, I use it twice. Okay. I, 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 if Tua is not the number one rated quarterback in the NFL, it would be a disappointment for me. So uh, hopefully, this game, he needs to, he needs to play better. And I've said it, and I've written it. And, uh, you know, uh, fortunately, I don't get the, 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 the viral hate to, to and on. I'm on, I must be on probation with to and on. Um, huh? You think you hate him? Uh, no, they, they used to think I hate him, but they, they, they now understand that I, I've never hated to. Are you kidding me? I've, 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 I've advocated for that. Yeah. I've advocated for Tua from when he was a junior at Alabama. Like when he got hurt, I advocated for Tua. Like, like he has to be the guy like, but 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 to Poop's point and 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 argument, he has to play better in December. I literally wrote a column last Monday saying this ain't good enough, and Tua generally agreed. Hell, his mom liked the column. Like it, it, it's like this. He has it. He has it. You can tell when a guy has it. There's charisma to him. He's just not playing at the level that he needs to play to win those big games. But his season's not over. Like, he should have played better at the end of Eagles. He should have played better at the end of Kansas City. But those are learning opportunities that I believe that he will grow from. And we'll see in December when we get to Dallas and Baltimore and the Bills. But right now, the most important thing is to take care of business against Tennessee and against the Jets and lock up that AFC and the playoff berth that comes with it and, and the home field game and then continuing to build. Like to me right now, I'm at the point where if they don't get to 12 wins, this season's going to be kind of a disappointment. So let's, let's, let's get there. 12 possibly gets you, if not the one, the two, the three seed. And you think 12 gets you to two? I don't think 12 gets you the number one seed. No, I mean, yes. I get you to two. I don't think it gets you the number one seed. Yeah, I don't think it gets you number one either. No, not that I'm being honest. Until unless the Chiefs suffer some serious, serious injuries. Um, somebody's asking what it would take for me to jump on the tour bandwagon. Like I haven't said it 85 times, and I'm, I'm not just for that. I'm not even okay. What 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 will it take you to to write an application to to anon and say I would I would like to be included. Is a card carrying member of Tunan. What, what will it take? Let me let me let me write this down. Let's go. What what what, what it would take for Alan Card um, to be a, to submit his application for Tunan? I am gonna politely and as courteously as possible punt on that question. <laughs> you haven't come up with the criteria yet. Okay. No, no, I, no. It's not. It's not that at all. Uh, because I because I. No, man. Why are you doing this to me, Omar? <laughs> because, podcast because, because those those who are like quote unquote unquote two and on is like there cannot be any objective criticism of yes of the player that's of, of whom they are a fan, and that's 
I'm a journalist. Sorry, I'm going to criticize. I think I think Tyreek Hill is is an insanely talented, ridiculously re- awesome playmaker. Probably the best I've ever seen in all my years covering the Dolphins. I wish he didn't drop a plaster too. Oh my God, you hate Tyreek. You're a Tyreek hater. Okay, there, sorry. There's absolutely nobody who says that. But yes, when you do say but, that, but that's, kind of, that's kind of like the thing. That's what it is. I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah, you're. I mean, you're right. It, I'm not saying. With Tua on, you cannot criticize Tua at all. Okay. And it's and like, you, correct, you can't criticize Tua at all. And I'm sorry, there's no player who's above criticism. Sorry. Okay. So what would it take for you to say Tua is an elite quarterback in the NFL? Is now one of the – I, I said it a million times. I'm not saying it again if you guys De- are not paying attention. December games? Signature win in December, yes. Just one signature win in December? Something, Something like that, yes. And I don't mean I don't mean and by signature win, I don't mean what they did to Buffalo last year in September in Miami when they get were out gained 497 to 212. And they won because Buffalo self-destructed and the defense gave him a touchdown after with a fumble recovery at the six-yard line. That was not see that that to me, this is where I, this is where I push back against the one loss on a quarterback. That was not a game that two or one. The Dolphins won and two were the starting quarterback. They got out game by 250 yards. Mm-hmm. So, um, got a got a somebody whose name is YouTube user t- suggest suggesting I'm like Skip Bayless. I'd have more respect for that comment if you actually put your name on there as opposed to YouTube user. Listen, Skip Bayless is one of the pioneers, top of the game at, at his craft. Even though I'm not a, necessarily a fan, uh, those are not bad compliments. I would love to make a million dollars doing sharing my opinions on a on a week on a daily basis. I, I would too. The only difference is I I, I think Skip, Skip Bayless says things for effect, and Omar, you know me, I I I I can't. And there and there are certain times when either I know I should stay quiet and not say something, or I should say something maybe more softly to like to like appease people. I you can't. can't. Which is what I love about you. Oh. I, I know I can poke you and bring out the bear. <laughs> I'm so easy. I'm like the second easiest member of the Dolphin Media contingent. You what? What is that? I said I'm the second easiest to, to get riled up. I think I'm among the Dolphin Media contingent. And I just have no filter. So um correct. Uh let me show this one from my buddy Jeff. Oh wow. What? Nothing. I'm not even going to bring up that question. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, can you discuss potentially explain via an article the opinions on QBR versus passer rating? I understand uh, one is preferred by some. Just trying to understand the stats better. Uh, here's what I would tell you. I'm going to address this very quickly. Passer rating looks at numbers. That's all it is. That's all it is. It literally, it's five categories. Boom, 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 boom. Hit the button, it calculates it. QB rating actually, I think, involves unless I'm this is unless I'm mistaken, I'm not as familiar with QBR as I'm as passer rating. Involves some analytics, which means humans are involved in gauging because they throw in like points over expectations, yard over expectations, and crap like that. Um, so as somebody, and by the way, Omar, and mm-hmm. another example of me not being able to keep my mouth shut. Coming into today's game, Tua was third in passer rating. It was 10th in QBR. Uh, because, again, there are people who judge these things, and and I don't know the criteria and the factors. 
Passer rating is very encompassing, and, and QBR also includes running and taking sacks, which is which is not included in passer rating, which is strictly the pass. The problem with passer rating for me that I have is there's zero context. Like for example, two what two through through two long touchdown passes today, and his first one was seven times better than sorry, the second one was seven times better than the first one, where two where Tyreek was wide open and it was a little bit behind him. He had to slow down, turn back. Yes, I'm going to say it. Uh, and even it was a connection and all that. But it, if the yardage had been the same, it would have counted just the same as the second one where he kind of put it more, a lot more on the money. Um, if yeah. I may say something, yes, um, I'm a big passer rating guy. I do not F with QBR. I do not F with ESPN stat and analytics because literally you, people are involved there can be hijinks. Same thing with pro football focus grades. Don't don't mess with them. They can't can't do it. Won't do it. Um, you cannot tell me that that they don't get paid by agents. I, sorry, under the table. No, sir. Do not believe you. Um, just because there's too much money involved in the NFL, especially when a, a, a player is, is is demanding the highest paid safety contract because they're the number one pro football focus rated. Oh, sorry. Did I say safety? Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the next question. Uh, wow, Caesar. Again, the thing with, with passer rating again, Omar, is it doesn't take into account. Is you, you, pay, you pay me as a grade of $10,000 under the table. To make sure that my guy is the number one rated player at the position, I'm looking the other way, brother. So uh, it, I, there, there ain't nothing that guy can, can do that's negative, especially when it's going to help him make fifty million dollars. Okay, and here's Jeff. The bottom line is there's no flawless system. Yes, and that's the thing. And this is why I always say my first test is the eyeball test. Yes, okay, I am then, not comfortable with analytics, and and there are people who have worked very hard. People in the NFL who've worked very hard to make me get comfortable with analytics. Part of the reason I'm not comfortable with analytics is because computers are involved, like yards over expected run. Like, how do you know? Like, what? Whose expectation? Whose expectation? Like, a computer is telling me what their bodies are supposed to like. Get the bleep out of here. Like, it, it, um, I'm an eyeball guy person. And, and really, there's a huge divide in the NFL right now between analytics and football people. And the football people with experience are losing this battle very badly to the Mike Tannenbaums of the world who've never played the game, don't know shit about the game, and but they know analytics, they know sports science, they know computers, they, they're, they're accounting majors, and they're mathematicianing their way into the front offices of the NFL. And then the people who actually played the game, know the game, know the player, know the mentalities of the players, these people can't find work because they're threatened, they're threatening to the analytics people. And there's a huge war going on in the NFL right now. And the people who actually have football backgrounds and experiences, they're losing badly to these accountants and mathematicians who just want to be involved in sports. And, and Yale grad, Yale and Harvard science scientists and mathematicians who are going to computer and math their way into front office GM jobs. And then you people are going to be like, yeah, he's the greatest executive in the world because he knows how to use math. And, and lo and behold, your roster will be full of people who statistically run great 40s and have great measurables but can't play football. Damn. Sorry. Whoa, man. I had to get that off my chest. Okay. I apologize. No, no apologies needed, my, my friend. Cesar, 
Saludos from Mexico. Went to Mexico a couple of summers ago. Loved it. Which Loved part? it. Which that part? Awesome. Cancun. I, I like Cancun too. Loved I, it. It I need awesome. to go to Tulum. Everybody says Tulum, but I'm, we I'm not in. I'm not in the. What you, you been to Tulum too? Mm-hmm. Which one did you like better? Uh, well, it, it will, unless my, somebody can correct my geography, Cancun is a region. Tulum is like was like I don't know, forty five minute drive away from there. That was very cool. Um, and then they have these parks called, called uh, Florette or something like that. I, I, I forget these like these wild nature parks where you do all sorts of things. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Cancun, but I, I, I I'm I'm not. I, I got a list. I got a list of places I need to go, and and actually, DR is on the very top of the list. Been there. I'm I'm, I'm 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 going there as soon as this season's gosh darn nice. over with. Nice. Okay, we go back. Cesar, it's really fun to watch the Finns this year. What do you think is Miami's weakness? That if you fix it, could get you to the Super Bowl. You answer first. No, I don't. I don't know what to say. Um, Run game. Get back to where you were earlier in the season. And balance out this offense. You, it, you that you, the run game success was part of the reason you were a very scary, forceful offense. Yes, everybody's terrified of Tyreek Hill, but imagine if they have to think about putting eight in the box. Get they back won't. to running. They, they logically won't. If they're smart, they won't. No, I mean they won't. But what about they need to? H when HN was there, like what do you pick your poison? Correct. And that's no. Yeah. And that's, this is this is part of the problem that the Dolphins often presents. So. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think there's anything to fix. To be honest with you, right now, it's just, mm-hmm. and they will. They get it done. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, da, 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 da. Big fan. Um, no, I have to. I have to move up. Da, da, da. Mm. Yeah, I love this. Let's this one. Hey, man, oh, you, you jump me. Yeah, uh, I firmly believe that Tua hasn't even fully shown what he's capable of. He's 25 year old. Uh, we we have only seen shades of his potential. And it's funny that you say that because I had a text exchange with Alan Fapard today while we were watching the Dolphins game, arguing via text. And the conversation was... You're not going to betray, betray my confidence, are you? Because I'll address it here. I'll address it here. But uh, we, uh, This isn't a confidence situation. This is a, it was... It was I made the argument and you actually agreed with my argument because Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good point, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like people Tua doesn't have to come out the womb and have it. How long did it take Steve Young to show that he had it? Like it doesn't have it doesn't happen overnight. It's it's not it doesn't have to happen overnight. And even if this season doesn't end in the final destination, that doesn't mean that he's not gonna continue to grow and develop and progress. I've always known that this was going to be the year because he's going to have seen every single defense that every team is going to be able to throw at him. I didn't know he was going to have Tyreek. I didn't know he was going to have the best running game in the NFL statistically, but I knew that. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I knew that ultimately he will operate faster because he's seen everything and Tua is an amazing quarterback from the standpoint. He doesn't throw to open receivers. He throws the spots. So it doesn't matter what you do to him. He's, oh, wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, it doesn't matter what you do to him. You're, you're, you're not going re- to contain him for 50 plays. Now your response. I'm and, and, and anxiously awaiting this. 
what was the question? Are we going to capable? Uh, hasn't even fully shown what it's capable of. Uh, I don't know if I'd agree with that in terms in terms of like in terms of his toolbox. I think you've pretty much seen his toolbox. Can he get more consistent? Yeah, he can get more consistent, but I don't think that's that necessarily showing what he's capable of. I, I think again, um, yeah. To me, it's, it, it comes down to consistency and performing in those situations where the elite quarterbacks need to to elevate. I, I, I think with added and increased chemistry with his weaponry with better offensive line protection, with a more consistent run game, he will become, and he will eventually become a more aggressive passer. I think he will continue to become a more aggressive passer. Like those deep passes to Tyreek, and I know Tyreek has made big plays all season, but those deep passes to Tyreek, we haven't seen that in a little bit. And, you know, I'm not even going to get into why I don't think we've seen it, but it, it's, Tua is growing, he's developing, and I think there's a next level that he's trying to get to. And we, we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. We're going to see it. We didn't see it against. Uh, you haven't, did he not have a long touchdown against the Raiders? I know we saw it against. Definitely saw it against Kansas City in week nine, which is not that long ago. So, oh, no, we didn't see it against Kansas City. I don't remember Kansas City week nine. Um, okay. right, what was the question brought up? Sorry? What was, you brought up the question. What was the question you brought up? Well, right now, somebody's asking if I see the Dolphins winning one of the last three. Yes, I see the Dolphins winning one of the last three, and I would be very disappointed if they did not. I completely agree with you. Uh, he reminds me of Prime Russ. Mm, different type of player. Russ, Russ, to me, always looked at me no. off, off schedule. And then, he is not Russell. Was a rhythm, rhythm passer. And Russell was an off-schedule passer. Russell needs to roll out and buy time and improvise. Tua doesn't improvise. Um, they are not the same. Tua is more Drew Brees-esque than he is Russell Wilson. Um, somebody asked Tua. Somebody said Tua plays like Unitas. Well, can we can we have a more ancient reference? Holy moly! I, I I couldn't even tell you if that's true or not. Well, I couldn't um, either. That's before my time. Yes, so are there's some things that are before my time. Dave Rome recording says uh, the plays you the play you saw in practice that you couldn't talk about. Have you seen them? Uh, yes, I've seen a couple. I've seen one play. Um, I've seen I've seen I've seen a couple of them. Um, use, yeah. Um, there's still some big chunk plays that they haven't operated or uh, utilized yet, and maybe they've called and, and just have not gone to it. Um, go ahead. I like no. I like this question, uh, Alex. Which of the last three would you most want the Finns to win? For me, it's a very easy answer, and that's Baltimore. Easy, because uh, it has playoff seating. Because it it will impact the playoff seating. Yes, and, I, and it's on the road as well. My mind tells me that I agree with you. My heart tells me no. You need to know you can beat Buffalo, even if they've already clinched the AFC's title. It, you're going to play Buffalo in the first round of the playoffs. You need to know you can beat Buffalo in your heart. They beat Buffalo last year. Nah, they didn't really beat Buffalo last year. They inherited a win. They didn't beat them. Whoa. I'm going to – oh, I'm, 
Well, I am going to use that against you at some point. Holy moly, I'm going to use that against you at some point. Josh Allen, Josh Allen puked all over himself in that game, and you lucked into a win. I said it. I don't. I don't back down from it. I've said it on Big O many times. You lucked into a win. You did not beat Buffalo. Um, okay. I saw Armstead on the sidelines laughing. Is he okay? Is Armstead ever okay? <laughs> that's a good question I, I i hate to like like be that guy and i love teron armstead but i mean but what people have to understand is that when you have something like the knee then it comp then it, then your quad is compensating for the knee then your quad starts hurting then your ankle starts compensating for the quad then your ankle starts hurting. Then your foot starts compensating for the ankle. Like I've covered sports long enough to know that this is, it's, it just continues to go down and down and down until you shut the player down. Am I, am I wrong? Poupart? No, correct. But and the problem is that I don't think he has the luxury of being able to just to no. get himself completely right. He'd have to. No, I agree. I agree with you, but it's like, you know, everything is starting to, and and I and I hate the narrative the Dolphins have. One, let let let's put this on the table. It does not financially benefit you to get rid of Teron Armstead. You're going to lose cap space and not gain cap space by and, releasing Teron Armstead. And that's even with a post June first designation. That, yeah, it doesn't matter what. And then he also has guaranteed money associated to this contract, so mm-hmm. he will be here unless he retires. Now, will he sit out all the training camp? Will he get his knee scoped? Will you be able to count on him for 10 games in 2024? I don't know. But what I can tell you is he's a hell of a difference maker when he's healthy. And if you think that you can go out there and you can find a left tackle that's better than Teron Armstead, a healthy Teron Armstead, be my guest. Uh, Please try. And it's going to be a very hard and a very expensive thing to do. Yeah, and and the conversation does it cost you three million of cash space to dump him? It's just really you're not you're not gaining any money cutting him. You're in fact losing money. Correct. So, like, come to terms with it, folks. Like when you when you restructure contracts to create cap space, pushing the credit card bill back, like Steve Ross has done, so he could do his spending spree. That makes you have to commit to the player for years longer than the guaranteed money is up. If the Dolphins had not restructured Teron's contract, could they move on from him after this season when the guaranteed money was up? Yes, but they restructured his contract, which means they committed to him an additional year. It's not guaranteed money fully, but it's it's a commitment because it doesn't make sense for them to remove him. Now, could they trade him? Yes. But that would still mean you lose $3 million in cap space. So it, it, it no matter what, make do with the fact that Tehran is going to be here. And, yes, you can complain about him and say he's Mr. Glass and this, he's this, and he's that. But, bro, your whole line protection is built around Tehran Armstead. When he's there and he is healthy and he's right, you – Put him on an island, just like Darrell Rivas is on an island, and then everybody else plays off the the the, the rest of the game. That island, 
Huh? Yeah, it's it's Armstead Island. Okay, let, let's move on because we we, yes. we spend an awful lot of. I know money. you get bored when I talk O line play O line. Well, it's because when you, you get you get started, you get so excited, and it's like twenty minutes later we were still. Okay. Oh damn it! I just we did that again. The question was: Did was you that... like the tight end play today? Do we need Ertz? We don't need Dolphins. Do not need Ertz the way they utilize their tight end, who are a lot more about blocking. They are about pass catching, which is Ertz's strength. I, I still think he'd be a good addition, but no, they do not need him. And Ertz has in mind exactly need, where he's going, folks. And they don't need a third receiving option because again, it was Hill and it was Waddle, and they had 400 yards of offense, and they won 45 to 50. Struggling to find fault. No, B says struggling to find fault in today's performance. Could have been better spacing on the roller coaster <laughs> celebration, I guess. That's good. Uh, but, 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 but I thought the spacing was fine. Oh, I, that, I, that was an awesome. That was an, I, I love. I love them, them buckling their their seat belts. That was awesome. <laughs> I need to know who came up with that. If Hard Knocks doesn't tell me who came up with that, I'm going to be highly disappointed. Yes. And you would one would think it would be because they do spend time cr- doing those things on Friday. That was awesome, and and Mike McDaniel celebrates it, highlights it, and promotes it. And that, I'd love to see that on Hard Knocks too. That might be my new favorite, actually. Oh, here we go, right. Rick. Thank you. You guys are the best Dolphin show there is. Going to the Jets game in a couple of weeks. What do I have to do to be able to shake hand both your hands? Oh, thanks, Rick. Uh, um, yeah, Rick, take us to dinner before the game. I, I actually show up to the game late because I'm doing the pregame show and it's a, it, it's a mission to get to the stadium because I'm so amazed how many people are just showing up to the game in the first quarter of the game. Like, blows my mind. Blow, literally blows my mind. I think some people show up at halftime. Like, how do you do this? Anyway, the game's like over. What else we got here? Uh, and 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 as has been discussed here before, I have found that I actually can observe a lot more things watching the games from the comfort of my home. So that's how I've been doing it. Who was in the back of the roller coaster behind Cedric Wilson? Couldn't see it on TV. We couldn't see it on TV either. So I, I no, couldn't see it. There was one. That's the thing. It was it was cut off. Uh, what what needs to be the elevator picture? Is it the roller coaster? Except the the, the correct me if I'm wrong, but the the the, the, the elevator picture would be uh, vertical. Yeah. Uh, it's either it's either one of Tyreek running into the open field for his touchdown or AVG. Um, oh, it's got to be Andrew Van Ginkle. No, he's had the cover already. Has he? He's had the elevator. I, the elevator cover is usually um, the cover of the Dolphins' weekly release. So, when would he have had the the the, the cover? Oh, Van Ginkle's had the uh, Van Ginkle's had the elevator a couple times. Oh. I think he's I think he's had two elevators. We should keep count of that, though. By the way, we should. Um. Uh, uh, Go ahead, Omar. Maddie B. Omar, you don't think inferior teams exist? The Patriots have lost three straight games by allowing 10 points or less. This has not happened since 1983. Patriots are tanking, bro. I think I think tanking teams exist. Patriots are tanking. And, and by the way, unless I'm mistaken, I know the, the weather forecast. And, I think and they should. Some kind of, of a monsoon over there. So Because yeah. I know some, somebody – 
somebody, of course, because I, I have no idea. The Dolphin fan fascinated, well, no, I know why, but the Dolphin the Dolphin fans, certain Dolphin fans' fascination with Justin Herbert is is actually amusing to me. And, of course, pointed out how elite is he, they won 6 nothing. I didn't see the game. My understanding is they were playing in a monsoon, so. Um, but but absolutely, he completely sucks. He should be cut next week. Uh, go ahead, Omar. I think that's a pretty easy question to answer. Do you think Tyreek gets to 2000 a season only if he's not hurt? Only uh, if he's only thing stopping him stopping him is the fact that he's hurt. You think Mike McDaniel doesn't want that? You think Tua doesn't want that? Like, please, they're all going for 2000. And I love Tua this week coming out and saying, you know, Tyreek doesn't complain. Not Tyreek. Uh, Waddle. Waddle doesn't complain. He doesn't say, give me the ball. You know, he's a consummate team player. And if you want to see his impact on the game, just watch him block. And it's true. Waddle, Waddle, Waddle's a fierce blocker, as is a lot of players on this defense. Even Tyreek, you know, everybody takes pride in doing everything for everybody. It's it's a complete – I've, I've never covered a Dolphins team like this. I, I'm not sure I've ever covered a team like this, to be honest with you. You were like that last year, bro. I wasn't here. Oh, not there you go. Okay, sorry. I take that back. Sorry. <laughs> was not here. I want yet. that one on there. I want that one on there. Pay attention, people. No, no uh, doubt. And be, be nice to Poop and Omar. Uh, they put themselves out there. And, and you know, very, very quickly, I'm going to throw that out there because I know Omar, you and I agree on this. But considering your handle is Noel Dot, I'm going to guess you're, you're a Seminoles fan. And yes, your team absolutely got screwed. How you can go 13 and 0 in a Power Five conference. And not be part of the playoffs, I don't get it. This, uh, I'm not even gonna address it. Arm, this is interesting. Armstead gives me big Rick Ross vibes. Do you agree? No. <laughs> and I went to high school with Rick Ross. I can't chime in. I'm not. They're, they're nothing I know, like. I know the name, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, I actually went to high school with Rick Ross. He's a year ahead of me. Um. Gave away your age. I'm old. I don't remember what my age is, by the way. I think I'm either 46 or 47. Did you just say you don't even know your age? I don't. I never remember. Jesus. You don't know what year you were born? 77, but I, I don't. I, math. I'm not good at math. So I generally. You're 46. Okay. Yeah, I thought you had told me you were 48. You lied to me again. Oh, I don't know. No, I would have never told you I was 48. I, I, would, I, I don't remember how old I am half the time. Is this the kind of marriage we have where you lie to me all the time? Sorry. I one, I don't lie. I pride myself in not lying. Okay. Um, I but I I know I wouldn't have never told you I was forty eight. Um, I I always think I'm forty seven. I I know I'm forty six or forty seven. I just never know. And I literally have to ask my best friend how old how old am I okay. to re, to remember? Okay, so but like, it's not it's not important to me anymore. Like it's not. It's 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 completely just a number. Yeah, completely. Let's acknowledge Sean here. Oh, sorry. Uh, Sean, who also told us, apparently Mike McDaniel said after the game in his press conference, which we didn't listen to because we were here, said Jerome Baker's injury is not season ending. So that's obviously good news. Wow. Yep. That's great. So thanks, everybody, um, Sean. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal news. Mm, not season ending, but depending on the severity, we're talking probably a month, if not three weeks. Correct, and it's one of those. I wouldn't even be shocked if they wind if they wind up not even using putting him on IR, even if it's going to be four weeks, because again, just keep him on the roster, and then you don't have to worry about it. 
Uh, Robert, thanks for the contribution, but dude, so sick of the don't beat good teams issue. What did they do better than anyone is beat up on lesser teams? Why can't we talk about that? That's exactly how I began my spiel. It is how you began this spiel. Could not have been more exactly what I was talking about early on. It, it is. If you're mad, it's funny. What happened? Okay. What's the difference between the KC Chiefs losing to the Lions, Broncos, and Philadelphia, and Miami losing to Philadelphia, Kansas City, and Buffalo? Each lost to their division rival. Uh, I'm not quite sure. The difference, Marcus, I, I, I think I know where you're getting at. Number one, KC won the Super Bowl last year. Number two, they won at Jacksonville, and the Dolphins don't have that kind of signature win so far this season. Omar has early dementia, um, which is quite possible. Um, Omar despises getting older. I don't despise getting older. Um, I love this one also. If you're married, you have been late to something. And trust me, <laughs> the beefs I've created not to ensure that I'm not late to anything, um, I, I, I probably have not been late to anything. And in fact, sometimes when I think I'm late, we're the first people there, and then I get cursed out. Okay, well, speaking for from my end, we have been late quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and I love my wife dearly, but just punctuality, not necessarily a strength of hers. Tell her it's 30 minutes ahead of time. I know. Here's, Omar, here's the problem is I'm too stupidly honest. I don't even think about that. So I tell her the right time like an idiot, and we're like, and we do that again. So. <sighs> Um, I always factor in 15 minutes of late, fit 20 minutes of lateness. So I always roll the clock back. I know. But uh, again, I'm like, I'm stupid, but I can, what can I tell you? King Saucy to his arm looks, look refreshed this week. Did he bounce back or do you blame the, their bad secondary for making him look good? He looked great. Um, he looked great. Washington has a terrible pass defense. There, what causation, whatever the term goes, whatever cause and effect, who knows? Uh, Washington is not the Dolphins' concern, they're done because they're no longer in the schedule. So, uh -huh. that close to take care of it, Omar? My, is that a good answer? No, that's a great answer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching the comments about women never being ready on time. Mm -hmm. not, mm -hmm. Not saying a word. Um, I, uh, but, 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 uh, we're, I think we're at the end. I appreciate everybody. Hold on. You, you, you want to take a couple more questions? Okay. Uh, no, I'll take a uh, Whatever, bro. Well, what are we at time-wise? Uh, an hour and an hour and a half. Oh, God. That's more than enough. Uh, okay. I, I, hold on. Hold on. I, I don't want to acknowledge this gentleman here. Mr. Charles, go ahead. Did you know Ross is, did you know Ross in school what he was like which of the next 5 games do you think we win um the last 3 games okay yes i knew Ross in school um he played on the football team he was a pretty good athlete he was very he was a very quiet kid um nobody who went to school with him absolutely knew he could rap yes he went and were he went to college dropped out of college came home, became a correctional officer. But if you understand for what, what, from what my school, I went to Carroll City. People in, in Carroll City, you, and I'm just going to be honest, 
if you weren't going to college, you were going to work on the docks, you were going to work for the parks system, you were going to work for the prison system and corrections officers, or you were going to drive buses. Um, and generally, when you worked on the docks and you worked in the correction system is because you were associated with the drug game and you helped drugs get into the United States. And like Rick Ross, when he says he, 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 you know, uh, he was, he, he, um, who's a famous guy in the federal prison here in Miami. I forget. Um, he said he has a line in one of his raps where he took care of, um, El, not El Chapo, but, um, Noriega and, Literally, you take care of Noriega and money shows up at your home. Like, that's the reality of, of how things work in South Florida. But anyway, let's continue. Or money shows up that allows you to record some albums. Now, let's move on. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got here. <laughs> Poobar's like, this is way out of my wheelhouse of understanding. No, no, I understand it. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, but how do you think how do you think prisoners get like one Noriega works in the in the kitchen system? It works in the kitchen, so you make sure you have great control of the food. You have access to food. You're never starving. Um, they've got TVs in prison. They got cell phones in prison. How do you think those things get there? And blah blah blah. Continue. Okay. Uh, yeah, I went to high school in Montreal, so there it is. And with the docks, you look the other way when you know a shipment is coming from whatever, 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 and you make sure that it's nobody disturbs it and it goes on the right, it goes where it needs to go. This is how drugs get into America. Okay. <laughs> uh, all Dolphins podcast, ABG3, AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Impossible to know without knowing what's going on in the rest of the league. That's yeah, I thought I would have thought. Uh, I will tell you this: I would have thought Javon Holland had a much better case last year with the last the, week. You know what I said? The, with the pick six against the Jets, and he wound up not getting it because Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars had two and a half sacks. So now I, I don't know. Very. Uh, I'm looking at the scores here. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the guy who had the game clinching interception for Houston against Denver in the last minute that would be somebody also. Um, but mm. maybe we'll see. Uh, and I think Tour Tyreek also might be candidates as well for the offensive player of the week. Uh, they're going to spread that thing around, man. I think Miami's gotten it way too many times, and I'm sure, but we'll see. Has Tyreek even won it this year? I'm pretty sure he has. And guess what? I don't think player of the month. No, I finally got player of the week because it was Tour Raheem Devon Achan. Achan, sorry. You're right. You're right. Two touchdowns for Tyreek. Okay. He might get it. The AFC player. 78, the and 78 and 60 yards. Yeah. Although his rushing stats kind of sucked. Yeah. He had one, one booty cheeks end around that lost like 10 yards. And I hadn't said that in a while. So I apologize for saying that. I got scolded for stealing your line. It's not a steal. It's, it's part ownership. Um, all right, folks. I'm getting tired, and I'd like to watch this 49ers and Eagles game and pay attention to what Mike McDaniel and and, and the team actually said um, after the game. Love you, folks. I thank you for continuing to support us. I thank you for continuing to sponsor us, um, contribute to the show. Um, we will be back tomorrow to recap what's said, what's done. Um, we'll be here Tuesday behind enemy lines, sponsored by You Break Will Fix. And you know how we do it. 
And yes, one point. Hold up, if I may, very important. The Dolphins' schedule is adjusted this week because they play on Monday night. So we're going to move behind enemy lines, I'm thinking, probably to Wednesday, maybe. Because they're actually they're actually practicing on Tuesday with Mike McDaniel media availability. So we're going to have to adjust. There's no nothing going on tomorrow in terms for us folks in the media also. Um, so we're doing – Tuesday, I forgot what the days were. Anyway, we'll talk about this off. off exactly. There. Yes. And then we'll yeah look for us on either you'll get the notifications if, as you should, you subscribe to us or on Twitter. And I echo Omar's sentiments. Appreciate every single one of you, even those who give me a hard time because I'm not praising too as much as you'd like. I I'm going to repeat it again for the 18th million times. I have nothing against him whatsoever. Yeah, uh, you know. Please, please don't think that it's got anything to do with that. All right. You know where you can find us, alldolphins.com. Um, we will be back tomorrow. See you tomorrow, folks. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.